I thank you, Father, that you lifted us out of human need, out of the cesspools of sin and iniquity, and set us upon our high places. And I thank you, Father, that you're still lifting men and women today. And I thank you for this ministry and its outreach around the nations of the world through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. This has been the week of the renewed mind, the key to power. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, the attitude of believing. Most people spend their lives hanging in the balances of indecision. A number of weeks ago, I had a letter. And in that letter was a statement that just hit me for the first time and has just blessed me fantastically. In essence, the letter stated this in a line. There are thousands of farms in the United States of America, but this wave farm is the only one that ever planted incorruptible seed and fed the world. To be in the front, to be in front of the need in life situations class, you have to put on the Word of God in your mind and live it. You never live life at the expense of the Word, but you live life because of the Word. In Philippians chapter 2, in verse 9, Philippians 2, 9, we read, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, Jesus, and given him, Jesus Christ, a name, which is above what? Every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under what? the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is what? Lord. Not God, that he is what? Lord. Remember Romans 10, if thou confess with thy mouth the what? Lord Jesus, and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be what? For with the heart man believeth under righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto what? Salvation. Look at verse 12. Wherefore, because of this class, Jesus Christ is Lord, wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, Work out your own salvation. And the word salvation is zozo. The Greek word means wholeness. W-H-O-L-E-N-E-S-S. You've got to work out your own wholeness. I cannot walk in your shoes, people. You cannot walk in mine. 
Every individual is responsible before God to walk in his own shoes, so to speak. You work out your own wholeness with reverence, respect, awe, and trembling, which simply means with complete giving of yourself. Look at verse 13. Why? For it is God which worketh in you. How many people really believe, Christians really believe that God is at work within them? Very few people. But the word is the will of God. It means what it says, people, and says what it means. And we've lived so below par because nobody dared to speak, even he didn't, either, either he didn't know it or he didn't want to do it. But people, we are what the Word says we are. And the Word says it's God who worketh in you. God at work within you. God at work within you, people. And it's again fear that has hit people. It says in the Word of God that love casts out all fear. When you really love God, you have no fear. What can they do to my body except kill it? They can't take the love of God out of my heart and life, people. They can't take it out of my mind. I have Christ in me, the hope of glory. I'm committed. I'm sold out almost 40 years, and I'm getting too damn old to quit. Change. Any of that stuff. People. Sooner or later, you've got to come to God and his word if you want a life that's more than abundant. I said to some of my staff sitting back there, I said, my, how the world is missing the greatest joy that's available to them. Like here at the rock, the great tenderness, the great beauty, the great music, great everything. Man, people must just enjoy living in the cesspools of sin and iniquity and living below par. They must enjoy being negative, full of fear, full of worry, full of anxiety, full of sickness, all of that they must really enjoy or one would think that they come to God and his word, people. That's right. Listen. God is at work within you, not your grandma. Maybe in work at grandma too, but God says specifically he's always an individual God, meeting individual needs, speaking to individuals. God, God, God at work with where? Ladies and gentlemen, he's the God who created the heavens and the earth. He's the God who set the stars in their courses. He's the God who sent his son, Jesus Christ. He's the God who's going to send him back. And that God is at work within you. Man, does that make you important or does that make you important? Right. What are a few little opportunities? A few little criticisms. A little old scare tactic. Sure, I know we got the FBI in here. You ain't kidding me any. I work for a man upstairs. 
the place is open. I know you're looking for the guns we got hid away. Well, tear up this 150 acres. Look any place you want. You won't find them. We don't have them. We don't need guns. We need God. You know, you wouldn't have had the need to sneak in here. All you have to do is come and ask me. I'd give you a ticket. I'd let you in. We have nothing to hide. All we got is an open book, which is what we want to share with people. And if you think this word of God's is nuts, you got to be nuts. It ain't the word that's nuts, people. <laughs> You see, I'm getting that age in life. I'm, I'm no longer going to be here another 120 years. But I want to tell you something. If God tarries, my children that you saw up here tonight will be here a while. And my little grandkids are going to be here. I'm not just thinking about today. If I thought about today, I'd be like we run the government. Spend all the damn money you want and then let the next generation worry about it. Not me. I want to move the word so that the word of God will be here next generation and the generation after that, ladies and gentlemen. That's wrong. You know the... You know that the programmers can deprogram one or the other. And today one old, what's his name, pulled a great one. He deprogrammed one of our kids, finished her up last night. Then he took her to the police station and said, here she is on her freedom of will. And she signed the confession and even signed that she would not go to court against her parents. Well, I want to tell you something. For every one that old bird's going to deprogram, I think we can win a hundred or a thousand. To the Lord Jesus Christ. He's not going to deprogram every one of us because we're going to stand for God and His Word. You bet your lives. Why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's God at work within us to will and to do whose good pleasure. Amen. Amen. And that's what life is all about, living and working for God and doing God's good pleasure. Because, ladies and gentlemen, he is going to give the rewards. He is still God. Man may have a little to say on the... You know, on the platform of life for 10, 15, 20 years. But what is that compared to God? He is eternal. He has the first word and the last word. Man has a little stinky word in between once in a while. But he is God. Right. At work within you to will and to do what? Amen. Boy, look. Do all things murmur like crazy? Complain? No. no. Why? Verse 15. That you may be blameless. Ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't say faultless. It says what? 
There is no man living or woman living who does not have shortcomings. There are not places where we don't kick the traces, miss the, the ball, so to speak. We are not faultless, but we are to be blameless. And we're to be harmless. That means the word harmless is like a dove. A dove has no gallbladder, so it has no bitterness. The sons of whom? Ladies and gentlemen, when are we going to believe God's word? I am physically the son of Mr. and Mrs. Ernst Werwell. They're both dead. But I am also the son of God, and he isn't dead. He is living. And it's the living reality of the Son of God in your life that gives you eternal life. And beloved, now are we what? The Let's act like it. Let's walk with it. 33 brother and sister countries. There are a lot of other countries that need to hear the word. There are a lot of other people in the United States need to hear it. Once a man has heard the accuracy, sir, of God's word, honey, from you, or sir, from you, or honey, from you. Once they've heard the accuracy of God's word, they have no right to hear it the second time until every man in the world has had the right to hear it the first time. <laughs> God. We are the sons of God. Without rebuke, without blemish, it says, without blemish. In the midst of a crooked and lousy generation, perverse nation, among whom you shine as what? Christ. That's right. And everybody who doesn't agree with that light wants to put it out. So what do you think the adversary is going to do? He's going to work you over if he can. But he cannot touch you. He cannot put out that light for that is God in Christ in you. All you have to do is take a stand and having done all to what? Stand. Look. Verse 16. Holding forth what? The word of what? That's it, class. This is the word of life. What do you hold forth? The word of what? Life. Holding forth the word of life. And when you hold forth this word, you hold forth Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. You hold forth the true God. You got to hold forth the word of life. How are they ever going to see the word without you speaking it to them? Man, you ought to go, Wow. The sons of what? Amen. You see, I'm earth-born, but I want to tell you something. I'm heaven-bound. Because I win with God. And that's the only way any man or woman will ever win. Win with God. 
Nobody in the world has anything better to do than to hear you tell them about God and His Word. You and I are in the center of the only fight that counts. You see, it's really not my ability to perform. It's my ability to believe, and God performs. You speak the word, God backs it up. They went everywhere preaching what? And the Lord followed with signs, miracles, and what? That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, the world needs to hear the word. God has no people but you people. Those who love him, those who are committed to him, those who have renewed their minds to him, they're God's people, and the only way other people are going to hear it you have to speak the word. Look at Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2. You see, class, you have to work the word in your life. You have to work it in your mind until your attitude toward God and his word is changed. Verse 6, as ye have therefore received what? Christ Jesus the Lord. So walk ye in him, rooted, rooted, not blown about with every wind of doctrine, but what? Rooted. Get rooted in God and his word. And then you build up in him. And then you're established in the faith. As you have been taught, then you abound therein with thanksgiving. Verse 8. Beware, lest any man, anyone, spoil. The word spoil is a military term. Meaning, carry you off as booty. That's what it means. Beware lest any man carry you off as booty through, by means of philosophy. Philosophy is world wisdom. That's the meaning of it. Carries you away as booty because of his smarts world wisdom-wise, and his vain what? Deceit. And here it is, after the tradition of what? Yeah. Right. After the rudiments, and the word rudiments is outward ordinances of the world, and not according to or after what? Amen. Men will do it. They'll carry you off as booty if they can. They'll show you how smart they are. World wisdom. They'll have the traditions of men. They'll have outward ordinances. 
but those will not be according to the revelation of God's Word. For in Him, verse 9, in Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Man, the Trinitarians love that one. Well, let them have it. I don't care. Literally, the text reads, head God. God doesn't have three heads. This center head is God the Father. Head over here is God the Son. Head over here is God the Holy Ghost. What's the matter with you? If you had an earthly son born like that, we'd all feel sorry, wouldn't we? That's right. We even feel sorry when a person is born with six Two thumbs, for instance, on a hand. We feel sorry. But somehow or other, anything goes when it comes to Christianity. Well, nothing goes except God and His Word. For in Christ dwelleth all the fullness of the head God bodily. I can't think of the scripture now. It's Corinthians, I believe, someplace it says, God was in whom? Christ. Is that Corinthians? I think Second Corinthians. It's someplace in the Word. I read it once. God is where? There is only one what? God is in Christ. God is where? What did we read a little while ago about God where? In you, right? Was that it? What did we read? Exactly. God is at work. What? Does that make you God? God at work within Jesus Christ, does that make him God? Made him the Son of God with a capital S makes us all sons of God with the smallest because it's God in Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's why. <laughs> Look at verse 10. And you are complete, what? You're complete in him. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're complete, you're what? Why do you allow people to talk you out of it? If you're complete in him, you're what? If you have any iota missing, you wouldn't be what? Ladies and gentlemen, it says we're complete in him. If you're complete, can you get any more? You're complete in him, and he is the head over is the text. All principality and what? And that God in Christ is in you. And he is, we're complete in him. And he, Jesus Christ, he's the head over all principality and power. So what are you in him? You are over all principality and power. For you are in Christ. Boy, if this ever hits people, 
when this really starts hitting you, you'll throw your shoulders back, you'll take a breath, and you'll say, well, where have I been all my life as a Christian, as a believer? Well, verse 11, in whom also you were circumcised. Text is past tense. It's not that you're being circumcised. You were circumcised with the circumcision made without what? All the cutting knives of the world won't make you religious. All the water of all the oceans and seas of the world will not wash your sin away. It is only Jesus Christ who became sin so that you might become the righteousness of God in him. He was circumcised so that you might just walk in the completeness of the body, the seal upon you as a servant, a doulos of the Lord Jesus Christ, marked out for him. That's why he was circumcised. Look, buried with him in baptism. It doesn't say you go to the drink and go under three times. You know, all the water of the world doesn't wash away sin. The Lordy, you see, it's still traditions of men, philosophy, world wisdom. You know what washed away your sin? Christ did. He became sin, sir, so that you might become the righteousness of God in him. He knew no sin. He took it upon himself. He is a complete Savior, a complete Redeemer. <laughs> Buried with him in baptism, verse 12. We're also your risen, risen with him through the faith, the believing of the operation. The word operation is the Greek word energeko, the energy of God who hath, past tense, raised him Jesus Christ from the dead. And you, verse 13, being dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, all sins, having forgiven you what? Ladies and gentlemen, we can walk with the power of God. You no longer need to live under condemnation. As Romans 8 says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are where? The world always wants you to live under it. Religion always wants you to live under it. But God Almighty wants to you to walk in the freedom of the deliverance that he gave you in Christ Jesus. Walking with the power of God. The past is past. The future is as bright as the promises of God. And the accuracy of the word of God gives you the will of God. Look. Verse 14. Blotting out the handwriting of what? that was against us, which was contrary to it. He took it out of the way and he nailed it to what? And furthermore, verse 15, 
having put off from himself, is the text, principalities and powers, he made a show of them what? Openly. Triumphing what? Over them in it. Jesus Christ's class is a complete Savior. And we are in him. Your attitude of believing determines how you're going to walk on the greatness of God's word. Remember John, isn't it, 14, 6, where Jesus said, I am what? The way, the truth, and what? Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the way. And Jesus Christ's class makes a way for you when there is no way. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, listen to this record. Verse 24. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, everyone runs, but only one gets the what? And the word receiveth is the word lambano. So run, so run, that you may obtain. And again, the word obtain is the word lambano. Verse 25. Every man who striveth for mastery is temperate has self-control, is the text, in all things. Now they, in the Olympics, they do it to obtain a corruptible garland. The word crown is garland. For when they used to run in those great races, all they received was a garland, flowers, Reminds me of a boy. But we receive what? An incorruptible garland, an incorruptible crown. Verse 26. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly. Why? Because I know where I'm going. I've got a goal. I'm set to be a while. I'm set to move God's word. So I run, not as uncertainly. One of the translations reads, I therefore so run, not without a set goal. So fight I, not as one who beats the air, just hitting here, there, and yonder, but one who walks right into the mouth of the enemy, has a goal set, and he knows where he's headed. And in verse 27, but I keep under my body self-control, and I bring my body into alignment and harmony with the word of God, the renewed mind, the key to power, subjection. Lest that by any means when I preach to others, 
when I've run the race, I myself should be a castaway. The word castaway cannot be true because you have eternal life. The text reads, I myself should fail to receive the reward. That's the text. So I keep my body under. I discipline my mind. I set a goal. Lest when I have run this race, I, if I blew it, if I didn't set the goal, if I screwed up, I would not receive the rewards that God gives to those who run the race of life, holding forth the word and his wonderful son, Jesus Christ. Look at Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 12, please. Hebrews 12, verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of what? Witnesses, right. Let us do what? Lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily what? Beset us. And let us run with patience. The word patience is with ease. Second wind. The race that is set before us. We do the running. But look at verse 2. Looking, however, unto whom? Jesus. We keep our eyes upon him. Remember that beautiful hymn that I like, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face, and then the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and of His grace. Looking unto whom? Jesus. The author and finisher of faith. Who, oh, for the joy that was set before Him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of what? And he ever liveth to make intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Ladies and gentlemen, the attitude of your believing determines how greatly the word of God will live in your life. Please don't continue to hang in the balances of indecision. Turn your heart and life to the Word. Believe the Word. Walk on the Word. You've got to run the race that is set before you. May you run the race in the arena of your mind with the greatness of the power of God made manifest in your life. Thank you, Father, for your love and grace and mercy and all of your goodness to our wonderful family. And Father, I've done my best again this week to teach your people the ineffable greatness of the Word as have hundreds of others. We poured out our hearts, our lives, everything we have, everything we ever hoped to be. And Father, I've set before your people the renewed mind, the key to power. And may they renew their mind May they use that key of power to unlock the doors to the greatest treasures in life. 
and may they manifest the life which is more than abundant through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. When my way was dream, precious Lord, you with my life was almost Dream. <laughs>
sounded forth the trumpet that shall never call retreat. He is sifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, my feet. Our God is marching on.